Hi, I'm Lydia. In 2020, I resigned from my corporate job and took a big leap of faith. I launched a business I had been dreaming about for a long time. I had so many questions when I first started and zero people on my email list, but I was committed to one thing, taking massive imperfect action. Within 18 months, I had thousands of students in my courses and coaching programs and was able to retire my husband from his 30-year career to work with me. I'm still pinching myself that we get to run a six-figure business while living a life we love. But the truth is, this overnight success did not happen overnight. For more than two decades, I let imposter syndrome, fear of failure, and perfectionism hold me back from my passions and purpose. What is it that you've been wanting to launch? In the Launch Perspective podcast, we share the mindset and the step-by-step strategies that will help you launch and scale the online business of your dreams so you can live life with more freedom and impact. It's time for a new perspective. Welcome to the show. Have you ever been disappointed in your business? (laughs) We all have those times where we just feel really just bummed out because maybe the results of a certain launch didn't go how we expected. Maybe we didn't get as many registrations as we were hoping for a special event, whether it was a webinar or a challenge. Maybe we posted something that was going to get a lot of engagement. We assumed it would get a lot of engagement and it fell flat. And there's just so many opportunities and times where we can feel disappointed in our business. But I hope what I share in today's episode is going to be helpful to you. Because while we all have those moments of disappointment, we can't stay there. And we need to have the right mindset and the right strategies to get out of that feeling of disappointment. Because disappointments can actually lead to very exciting triumphs, very exciting victories in your business. And it's all about perspective. It's one of the reasons why I called my podcast Launch Perspective, because perspective is everything. And so let me share with you five things to keep in mind when it comes to disappointment in your business. Step number one or tip number one is this mantra that I learned from my friend, Adrienne Richardson. She shares this as a Facebook ads expert, but I think it applies to all business owners and all things you're doing in your business. And that is, it's about the data, not the drama. Think about it. Everything in our business feels emotional, doesn't it? I mean, we wake up on any given day and we're either excited and motivated or we're just feeling down in the dumps because our emotions kind of get in the way of how things are going. In fact, often we're disappointed because of our expectations. Maybe we didn't set realistic expectations about the result of something. Maybe we don't have the right overall view or big picture perspective about something. And so in this first tip, I just want to share, if you focus on the data, like the raw facts, that is going to be much more trustworthy than your own emotions. 
Think about it. We often feel that we've worked so hard, that we've done all the things in order to create success in our business. But the truth is, we're only doing what we think are the right steps. Often we are kind of in a journey of figuring out what the right things are that are going to get results. And then the second thing is, is often we don't do them enough times to actually see successful results. I can't tell you how many times I've worked with a client or a student or I see someone post on Facebook on how they were so disappointed because their one launch went so badly or their one attempt at such and such didn't result in how they expected. And all I can think about is, yes, those moments can really bum us out. But in the big picture of things, remember, it was only one try, one attempt one thing that you did, and I hate to break it to you, often success does not come until we have tried things way more than one time. So I think looking at the data is so important. A great example of this is, let's say you have hosted a challenge or you've done a webinar launch and you're looking at your numbers and you're like, oh my goodness, I only had three people enroll in my course or three people enroll in my program or membership. And you may be totally bummed out because you feel that was not successful. Maybe you didn't hit the goal that you set, but let's take a little bit closer look at the data. How many people did you have register for your webinar or your challenge? How many people actually went to the registration page and converted to signing up as someone who's attending your event. People underestimate the number of views that you need to get on your registration page in order to get enough conversions, in order to get enough people attending live, in order to get enough sales. So it all goes back to getting enough people seeing what you are doing. So don't be disappointed if you send out an email, let's just say you have 200 people on your list and you're thinking, well, one person bought my offer. Well, 200 people on your list could mean 25% even saw or read the email. It could mean maybe out of that group, only 10% are truly your ideal audience. And so one sale might be a 10% conversion and you didn't do as bad as you thought. So very, very important to look at your numbers strategically and to have the right perspective of what is required to get the goals that you are setting. One resource I can share with you is my launch calculator. This has been a very helpful eye-opening tool for people, and you can get it for free at banishbusinessclutter.com forward slash calculator. And in this launch calculator, I kind of show you the numbers that you need to see your registration page in order to hit a certain result. It breaks down each of the various areas and your conversion numbers. And it's interesting because a lot of times when people look at the data, they go, oh, I didn't do as bad as I thought. So, so important to look at the data and not just rely on your own emotions and how you feel. Tip number two is to remember that success does not happen with one attempt, with one launch, 
with one try of something. And I just can't help but think of some key people in our history who are great examples of this. If you think of Thomas Edison, you know, he didn't just wake up one day, try a a few things and invent the light bulb. It was at least a thousand unsuccessful attempts before he had success with his invention. And how many of us would not ever reach a thousand unsuccessful attempts? We're ready to throw in the towel after one or two unsuccessful attempts, right? And you just have to have that perspective that you are in this for the long haul, that you are all in. And that means you're going to have some times that you fail before you succeed. Walt Disney is another great example. If you read his story, he was rejected more than 300 times before Mickey Mouse became a success. So success and unique innovations, all these things that you're doing and launching, we can't expect great results overnight. It takes time. Even basketball icon Michael Jordan has said, I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games and 26 times he was trusted to take the game winning shot and missed. And it just reiterates the fact that in order to achieve success, you need to fail. You want to fail fast. You want to fail often. And so you want to embrace these moments where you feel disappointed because everyone who has had success in any arena has absolutely experienced disappointment in their journey. So embrace that part of your journey and just know the more often you're trying, the more often you're launching, the more often you are showing up and taking action, the faster you will achieve success. Tip number three is to embrace what I feel is the silver lining of all disappointment. And that is what can you learn from it? Anytime we don't get the results we expected, how can we use that to motivate us? And how can we use that to exceed our results in a better way at a later time? In other words, when we launch again, or when we try again, we have to take a moment to identify, you know, what went well in this situation with my business and this thing I created and launched? What didn't go so well? What did I learn? What will I do differently next time? But so important to take a moment to celebrate those things that went well. Often when we feel disappointed, all we can see is the negative and you can't stay focused in the negative. Yes, there are always hiccups. You know, the tech didn't work or, you know, we weren't able to do our pre-launch strategy like we hoped, or we didn't get as many emails written as we had hoped, whatever it is, there's always things we can look at and think, oh, I didn't do that particularly well, but what can you celebrate? What are the wins? What did you learn in the experience? experience that you can say to yourself, wow, I can't believe I did that. You know, I didn't get the results I was hoping for, but I learned a lot in the process. I pressed through some challenging things that I needed to learn. And that is only going to help me in my next experience in my next step in the journey. 
And if you have a hard time kind of getting out of that negativity, it's so important to reach out to someone else who can maybe take a look at things from a different view. Even my own clients and students, they'll come to me and say, I'm so bombed. This didn't go really well. And I often have the ability to say, you know what? This didn't hit your expected result, but here are some amazing things that you should be excited about. Here's why I think you should celebrate, and here's why what you just experienced is going to help you in your journey. And it often helps them see that disappointment as a way to the path to victory, right? So talk to others about your disappointment and get their perspective. I love this quote by Thomas Edison. He says, I have not failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that won't work. And that's how I want you to embrace those moments where you feel like you failed. There's really no failing. You're either learning or you're earning, right? (laughs) Hopefully you're doing both. But in all situations, you're not failing. Tip number four is to let go of the things you can't control. And you really do often need to have this let go mindset because disappointment can consume you if you're not careful. And when I say let things go, often we are doing all that we can do. You know, if you've put forth 100% of the knowledge you have, the skills you have, your ability in the situation, you've given it your all, you should be sleeping well at night. Because sometimes it doesn't matter what we do, the results may not always be what we hoped. Because of whoever we are sharing with. For example, your audience, they may have situations where at this moment, they can't choose to take that next step with you. Maybe they're choosing not to purchase because they're not your ideal audience. Maybe there's circumstances that have prevented people from jumping in now. There's often things that we just can't see that are going on behind the surface that are just beyond our control. And sometimes we have disappointment in our business because something happens in the world or there's an event in our family or there's just things that we can't control. And you have to let those things go. You have to kind of accept the fact that you are doing all that you can do. And for the things that you can't control, it's okay. You're just going to need to move on. Tip number five is to remember that disappointments don't define you. Disappointments are a moment. They are not who you are. It's not the definition of your business from this point forward. It really is just a moment in the overall journey. You have to learn to be patient. Remember that success does not come overnight and that it takes some time to determine the right activities for you to reach your goals. And discovering those right activities often comes by doing the wrong activities a few times. That's what helps you discover the things that will work for you and your niche and your audience. And once you discover those things, you just have to do them enough 
times. You can't think to yourself, well, I'm only going to do this once and it's, you know, going to give me my revenue for the next year. (laughs) Okay. You have to say to yourself, okay, I'm launching now. I'm launching again in three months or in two months or in six months. You know, it's all a journey. What are the things that you're continuing to do in your business that's going to give consistent results? But beating yourself up or staying stuck in disappointment is not going to serve you. Sometimes I literally have to say to myself, you know, I'm disappointed about XYZ that happened or disappointed about this result, but it is what it is. And that I say that to myself often, it is what it is. And I simply choose to move on. So I hope that these few tips have been helpful to you, especially if you've been frustrated or kind of overcome with disappointment. I hope that you'll take these tips, take these steps and think about how those disappointments can turn into triumphs and victories for you and your business. Thanks so much for joining me today on the Launch Perspective podcast. Looking for more? Head over to launchperspective.com for show notes and quick links to the content and tools that we shared today. Want to stay up to date on new podcast episodes or ask a question that I answer on the show? You can do this and more at launchperspective.com. See you there.